Hey y'all, can't even believe it's been 30 years that Dan and I have been married. But one of the things that's kept us married is that we've learned how to fight fair. Now listen, you gotta have ground rules. You know your partner's buttons. Stop pushing them. Stop hitting below the belt. You know what's off limits, and I know what's off limits for me, and it's tickling. <laughs> Watch this. Hey guys, welcome to the Together for Good podcast, your guide into the real and inspired marriage and life adventure that you never knew was possible. I'm Meredith Osterhaus, the daughter of your hosts, Dan and Melody Griffin. Mom and Dad's teaching, stories, and experiences with lots of laughing mixed in will move you to make your marriage last, all while making a difference in the world around you. Are you ready? Here we go. Rules for fighting fair. First of all, disclaimer. Here at Camp Griffin, <laughs> there's a lot of noise. There's a lot of movement. There are people coming in and out. And we, we start the podcast and we stop the podcast. And we're not going to do that. You may hear a microwave beep. You may hear a dog bark. You may hear a dog snore. You may hear Jonathan have some kind of an outburst as he cheers for the marching bands of the Carolina Gamecocks and the Ohio State, whatever they are. Buckeyes. Buckeyes. Yes, I knew that. We're going to do all the sports in this in this uh, podcast. <laughs> all the sports. So, speaking of all the sports, we're going to talk about rules for fighting fair. And yeah. bless you, you're always trying to teach me about sports. Ground rules, right? Tell me about baseball. Well, ground rules are wherever you're playing the game, there's unique features of every place you play. So, for example, when I was playing soccer in college, there were power lines that ran above us. So what do you do if the ball hits the power lines? Okay, you got to talk about that before you begin. Same thing with a baseball field. You go to different fields, have different nooks, crannies, this, that, and the other. What you could do if the ball goes here, we could do if the ball goes there. And you set all of that up before you start the game, not during the game. So we're going to go ahead and set the ground rules for to fight fair. What are the ground rules so that we can Absolutely. all know what, the, what they are and we can move accordingly. And would you agree that these have been revolutionary They're for a us? big deal. They're a really huge and deal. And they, they've kind of morphed and grown as we've morphed yeah. and grown. But before we had any ground rules at all, it was a free-for-all. Free-for-all. And, right. and it never ended well. And you, it's kind of like, you remember the little kid that you used to play with that they would change the rules <laughs> during the game? Yes. So all of our kids win. would do it when we were trying to play games. Well, that's that. what I would do in our arguments. I change the rules, <laughs> yes. and you do it too sometimes. But not no. As much as me. All yeah. right. Rule number one: Please, please stay away from using two words: always and never, mm-hmm. because neither of them are fully accurate when you are arguing. So you say instance, never use never. Never use never and always stay away from using the word always. Always stay away from always. Okay, so we don't want to say you always correct me when I'm talking. (laughs) You always interrupt me every time. You never let me finish my sentence. See, don't do that. That's not good. Um, It would be okay to say when we were talking... You know, but you don't say always and you don't say never. Why? First of all, it's not accurate. Second of all, it, it puts your spouse on the defense already. Yeah. Already you got a strike against you. Um, well, remember so. what we're trying to do with the framework. If you need to go back to podcast before uh, part one of Fighting Fair. In the framework, you know, we're identifying the issue. We're pinpointing the issue. And then we're, we're sharing why it's important. And then we're coming up with what's our way forward. Well, so if that's so important, 
when we begin to say always and never, we can derail ourselves from really focusing on what's the issue at hand. This issue right now, today. Right. Because then what ends up happening, well, I don't always do that. I don't always leave the toilet seat up. Right. I don't always, you know, I, I take out the trash. I don't, that's not true. I don't, you never take out the trash. No, that's not true. I always take out the trash. You, and then all of a sudden you're, you're off the, you're off the, to the races. Right. On that. And, and it becomes about something that it's not about. That's right. That's right. That was my number one. Yep. Number two, don't become historical. When you are in the conflict, now is not the time to bring up all your past grievances. Even though I know you it, love it, to. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> some, some of us have long memories um, thankfully, I think as a general rule, Melly, you and I, we, we keep pretty short accounts. We don't keep a long memory on that kind of thing. But a lot of the couples we've worked with, they have a hard time getting past things that happened two weeks ago, 10 years ago. And, and it, they want to keep bringing these things back. So don't become historical. I have this a theory the on why we've been able to get past being historical. And that is because we've come to resolution with our fights. Uh, we stop packing point. the bomb. And so at each fight, at each conflict, we get around the issue. We get to it. How are we going to move forward? Right. So then I don't have all this leftover right. hurt that was That's unresolved. Right. Oh, and by the way, sidebar, not only don't become historical, don't become hysterical. I'm not just talking here about, um, you know, screaming matches and throwing things and um, crying, crying hysterically. Yeah, those are not helpful, but... That was I'm, a Medea reference. Keep I'm, going. It's good. <laughs> grit ball. Grit ball. Grit ball. Grit ball. I, I'll, I'll tell you about that later. Oh, that's right. I Some people know. are laughing right now. Yeah, don't, don't do that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, when, when you become over-emotional, and this is for all of us, if you become over-emotional, it's impossible to be critical. It's impossible to be logical. So um, it's impossible. Don't do it. Um, just you, you, keep, you always make up words <laughs> when you elevate yourself it literally from a, a neuroscience standpoint the, the way where our brain science works we will shut down certain parts of our brain because certain parts of our brain do critical thinking mm. other parts basically that's where the fight or flight and we're just reacting well unfortunately when we're reacting Oftentimes, we're not going to make the best decisions. So to stay engaged in the conflict in an appropriate way, don't become hysterical. Yeah. And so check your RPMs. Yeah. Where right. are you? That's right. And if you feel like out of control. The other night, um, I went on a 10-minute car ride. I had nowhere to go. I did not go to the drive-thru. I did not go to the bank. I just went on a little 10-minute car ride, and I was incredibly much nicer when I came back. Cause I was I just much needed, nicer? I was you incredibly much. Me? I was incredibly much. I always am for, incredibly for much nicer stuff? after I take a 10-minute car ride. I did need that time to let the RPMs come back down so that I could have a logical conversation. We tell them we fight all the time, don't we? That's so sad. We have conflict. <laughs> it's necessary. Yep. It's real. Yeah. All right, so uh, number two was don't be historical or hysterical. Number three, I love this one. It's important. It just is what it says. Believe the best about your spouse. You can choose to believe the worst, and you can say, of course he did that. Of course she did that. Or you can say, maybe there's something I don't know yet. Yeah. Maybe there's a reason. Maybe there's something that I don't know. Let me assume that it is good. And I'm not saying it's always going to be good. Sometimes bad things happen for a bad reason. 
But assume the best first until you know differently. Give them a break. Yeah, it's really helpful. Yeah. Really helpful. Number four, focus on resolving the issue, not winning the debate. Um, I wrote this one for me. <laughs> because oftentimes we forget why, why are we having the conflict. This is not about me winning. We talked about aggressive, passive, and passive-aggressive conflict. None of those work. So when the ground rule is this isn't about who wins, this is about getting resolution Mm. um, in a way that both of us, it becomes a win-win. Okay, Healthy conflict is always going to be a Mm win-win. So I'm not looking for the win. I'm looking for the resolution. Um, So with that, no crazy making. No gaslighting. If you don't know what that is, go look it up. It's worth your time. Um, But they really center around crazy making is where I I create a lose-lose situation. You cannot win. You you can't win either way. And it causes one person to all of a sudden, am I crazy? Am I losing? And, And it can become very manipulative. It's extremely toxic. Um, and you're in big trouble if that's what you're, what your conflict looks like. The problem isn't um, the problem anymore. Right, you now right. have a whole nother big so problem. So keeping it on a higher plane, focus on resolving the issue, not winning the debate. Absolutely. Next one is understand first, then be understood. Mm-hmm. Understand first, then be understood. Yeah. When Dan and I come to a disagreement, when we are in conflict, it's super important that I think to myself, okay, What is he thinking? What is he feeling? Let me see if I can see things from his perspective. Um, One of the ways that's been incredibly effective for us is to mirror. Mm -hmm. And so I'm listening really hard as you're talking. And then I'll say back to you, okay, what I hear you saying is, um, you know, what's funny. Sometimes I'll say his exact words back to him. And early in this process, he would say, I didn't say that. And then he got his, I didn't mean that. What he meant was... I did say exactly what he said, but that's not how he meant it in his head. So you know what it did? It gave him a, and I didn't say, well, yes, you did. I gave him a second. Sorry. I gave him a second. (laughs) I get a little passionate. And then he was able to come back and say, okay, okay, maybe that's how I said it. That's not what I meant. Can I tell you what I meant? Sure. Tells me what I meant. Gotcha. So what I hear you saying Mm -hmm. is. And go back again. Right. Till we get to the point where I say, "Now, now, Dan, what I heard you saying was such and such. And he's like, exactly. And when we get to that point, then I am un- I'm listening to understand as to just, well, getting my point across. You can't really get to that point of understanding until not only do you get the words, but you get the emotion mm. and the feeling behind the words. Very true. So as you, as you gain that understanding, okay, now we have something we can work with. We have something we can talk about. Um, I can tell you one of the greatest um, tells for me that I am not listening to understand. I'm listening to be understood. Um, when Melody's talking, and I'm just waiting, I'm, I wish she would hurry <laughs> up and stop talking because I have something I want to say. I've, I'm, I'm working. I'm working so hard to formulate my response. I'm listening to create a response. I'm not listening to understand what Melody is saying, thinking, and feeling. Some of y'all are laughing so, because you've been there. You're in the heat of an on. argument, and you're like, the next thing I'm going to say, right. stop talking because i got a good one. That's right. <laughs> and, and you're like, you're like, oh, I hope I don't forget this. i got to <laughs> write it down. You know, you got a little writing it down here. This, that, that's, that's the wrong way. That's not um, healthy conflict. 
That's unhealthy conflict. Exactly. So with healthy conflict, I want to understand. And then, hey, there's absolutely nothing wrong. It's perfectly healthy that I want to be understood. Of course. That's not a bad thing. Absolutely. But first work to be understood. To understand your partner, right? Your understand, then be understood. That's right. That's right. Hi, Calvin. We warned you. How are you, buddy? That was unsolicited. Good to see you. So we have two cats. This is Calvin, and we also have Stop Klein. Me. <laughs> we have Calvin and Klein. We have two cats. We have two, uh, dogs. two dogs. We have two newfies and uh, a whole bunch of people. <laughs> Calvin, dude, what's up? Keep moving along, dude. All right. So let me let me recap, and then we'll do number six. Number one, avoid always and never statements. Number two, don't be historical or hysterical. Yeah. Number three, believe the best about your spouse. Number four, focus on resolving the issue, not winning the debate. Number five, understand, then be understood. And number six, hey, here we go. drum roll. Talk your feelings, just don't trust them hear Jonathan in there. He's cheering along with Melody. Um, <laughs> talk your feelings. Just don't trust them. Listen, feelings are real. They really Emotions are, are real. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that they're true. And there are times that our emotions will lie to us. And they will take us places that we don't want to go. Now you can hear the dogs in here uh, enjoying their Lapping beverage. their water. You're um, welcome. Yeah. So... Talk your feelings. Don't just trust, but don't trust them. Exactly. You don't need to gloss over them. You can say, in fact, I've said to you before, okay, I know this is crazy. I know this is crazy how I feel. In fact, I feel kind of crazy right now. Will you give me permission and some space to say how I feel? First of all, when I do that, and he is in a non-judgmental zone, Mm -hmm. even though I feel like I probably deserve the judgment, and I say the things, then I get to hear myself saying them out loud. And sometimes it's a matter of, okay, I feel really silly for saying that, but thank you for letting me say it out loud. Sometimes I still own every one of those feelings. I still feel sassy after I say it. Um, And I had a chance to get it out. And I'm like, this may be completely irrational. This is how I'm feeling in this moment. How can we move forward from here? Um, So I can't necessarily trust my feelings. If I feel like he never takes the trash out, I might feel that way. It's not reality. Right. So, so how do we come to a place of moving forward when we're sharing our feelings? Go, go a step further with that. Because um, Melody is the feeler. Okay. I'm the logic in the family. Okay. It's, really it's not that true. Melody can't be logical. And it's not that I don't have feelings. I do. Um, I do have a heart. I promise. <laughs> I have um, a brain. <laughs> uh, there you go. Scarecrow on the tin man. I love it. Um, if, it, I, I cannot make my agenda to try to change the way Melody feels. Mm. I have given up on that a long time ago. That's not my job. Um, the way Melody feels is the way Melody feels. And I'm not saying it's right, wrong, and different. It's a reality, though, and I need to acknowledge it. But I also don't have to defend myself. And I don't have to try and change the way she feels because it's just not helpful. It's just not helpful. So talk the feelings. Let them out. But don't trust them and don't put them down as as, uh, as gospel. Yeah, because they can kind of get you in trouble and they can yeah. lie to you. So we've talked about some really great things today about some rules that have really helped us, right. um, Dan and Melody Griffin, in fighting fair. Right. And many of them, if not all of them, will probably be helpful to you. Sure. 
But guess what? You might have some that you come up with on your own. So in today's program notes, you will find a printable that will have these rules for fighting fair. We mentioned six of them. And then you might want to add some of your own. Feel free to let us know about it. Oh, them. we'd love to find out those those rules. What? And again, they're your ground rules. You've got to own them. As a matter of fact, you'll find on the bottom of the sheet, there's going to be a place where both you and your spouse get to sign the ground rules. On the dotted line. And by line. the way, hold each other accountable on it. If you find each other using always and never, oh, flag on the play. That's right. It's against the rules. You sign the paper, you shake hands, you agree, you spit out your or sunflower seeds. That's it's, right. It's good. Um, so, so, yeah. Was that go, a good baseball print, reference? Oh, good girl. <laughs> go, ahead and, um, go ahead and print that out. Work through your own ground rules. Make a, uh, sign them. And what I'd love for you to do is take a picture of it and, and email it to yes. us. Or go to our contact page. We'd yes. love to get that. Uh, email address, info at wearetogetherforgood.com. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, that's great. That's a great exercise. It is. And we're always grateful anytime you tell others about this podcast. Oh, yeah, big time. When you uh, subscribe, when you share, it means a lot to us. Thank you for helping us to get the word out. Because, honestly, Dan and Melody Griffin, we're, we're in it with you. We're fighting Absolutely. fair. And we were glad to talk to you today. Yeah. We're together for good. Thanks for being with us. So this week's show may be over, but the work has just begun. Be sure to check out the great resources and references mentioned in today's show in the show notes at wearetogetherforgood.com slash podcast. It is also super easy to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. Hey, if this podcast has been an encouragement to you and your marriage and life journey, please let the people in your world know. Help us spread the word about the Together for Good adventure by following us on our Facebook and Instagram pages. This would go a long way to help get the word out. Don't forget to check out our website, wearetogetherforgood.com, for free resources, archived podcast episodes, and other ways you can experience a life and marriage that is together for good.